tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm the mom Dawn. Hi, everybody. There it is. There it is. That's what we're going for. I think we just had to do this like 7,000 times. <laughs> but you never said welcome back, everybody, or you never said hi, everybody, like you always do. Right. Now, finally, the time you say it, everything, all the tech decides it wants to work the right way. Because it knew what I was supposed to it say. It was like, Dawn, you're going to say, hi, everybody. Okay. Welcome, everybody, or whatever. Do I say it like that? I know. But I mean, kind sort of, of, sometimes. Kind of, yeah. I think sometimes my voice is a little bit higher yes. than others, and I don't mean it to be. That's I'm still kind of working you mean, on my. You mean you don't like wake up in the morning and like today I'm gonna sound like this? Me, 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 me. I hope not. No, I'm not saying that's what you sound like. I'm just saying like when I wake up in the morning, I'm like today I'm gonna sound like this, and that's my voice for the day. No, but I do have to admit when I'm teaching my preschoolers, sometimes my voice is a little bit higher, and I'm still yeah. talking it when I get home. Oh, that's awesome. I love that so much. Yeah, I just forget. And so now I think I'm I'm hitting my grown-up voice, and it might be a little lower, but it'll screech back up at some point. Speaking of preschoolers... Oh, wait. No, no, no. Hold on. We'll get back to that. Okay. If you've never listened to the show before, Kid Test mm-hmm. Mother Approved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given to us, and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. That's right. And this week's theme is... I know it, so we won't have to do the deer in the headlights one. No deer in the headlights? Really? No. What is it? It's kid movies that really aren't for kids. And who's first, you or me? I always forget this part. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. So I'm going to let you go first. Okay. But I have to admit I was wrong about something. Because I think I said it last week. You said I didn't, but I think I did. So I gave you Coraline. Yes. I don't think... Okay, you you keep, you keep kept apologizing. You're like, I, I said this was Tim Burton. And I'm like, no, you didn't. Okay, I thought it was Tim Burton. No, it's nothing to do with Tim Burton. No, and it's a certain kind of... You guys have mentioned... Or you and somebody else mentioned a certain... Is it the film it's company? It's Stop Motion. Oh, it's Leica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leica. That's Leica. when I was like, wait. So, the first thing, because we'll talk about your movie, but I wanted to say, I'm sorry that I said it was Tim Burton, and it wasn't Tim Burton. Even though I don't think you did. I... I think you just thought it was, but no. I don't. I don't know if you specifically, because I don't think that I would have let you let you got getting away with that, because I knew it wasn't Tim Burton. Oh, I totally thought it was. No, it's weird. Yeah. I hadn't seen it. Okay. So I'm gonna let you talk, and I'm just gonna sit back and relax. I now here's the thing: the theme is kids' movies that aren't for kids. Yes. I think you're wrong. Here's why. Because I don't think that this is a kids' movie. Because, if now. Follow me. Okay. If this was live action, and in maybe in Spanish, it would be a Guillermo del Toro movie. Yes. It's whimsical. It's fantastical. It's not necessarily for children. Guillermo del Toro movies are very fan. Like, have you ever seen Pan's Labyrinth? No. It's very fantastic and whimsical, but it's not for kids. It's just weird. This, to me, I was watching it. It is a weird Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland yes. itself is already pretty weird. Right. This is like, this is like, whoa, like this gets very heavy and very bizarre. Yeah, there are a couple things that like happen. I'm like, this isn't a kid's movie. No, but I think making the assumption it's kind of stop motion. Is that what they call it? Stop, stop motion? motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you're going to have to explain the difference to me. Yes. There, um, there, it's very similar. There isn't. Okay, so claymation is clay. Yes. Stop, stop motion, motion is, is usually clay, but then there's other like. Stop motion can be claymation. Clayma- all squares are rectangles. Not all rectangles are squares. Got it. So, but with stop motion, that's mm-hmm. what this is. Yes. So it's, let's say Coraline's going to walk. Yes. So it's step, click, step, click, step, click, step, click, e- put it all together. Even less than that is 
foot each step could be like six different pictures oh because it would be lift it click lift yeah, it lift, click ankle lift an- knee oh, bend ankle lift knee bend ankle. wow each of those characters probably has like hundreds of heads and facial features and a lot of the amazon prime was talking about that yeah it is is okay stylistically i absolutely love this movie because i love like a i love i love the weird stop motion because i can see why you thought it was tim burton but this isn't Tim Burton-y at all, really. Here's what this feels like. This is a, f- a fairy tale. It's very fairy tale It's very weird. It feels like a foreign film. But it's, yes. a, it's a book. But it's not. It's not a foreign film. Oh, it's okay. not a foreign story. It's, I didn't know. It was all in English. Because even there's the choir that kind of does the theme. And it sounds like they're singing things. They're singing in Hungarian, I think. Oh, okay. Not, it's not in English. It's not anything about what's going on. It's just they're, you know, there's bloop, right. bloop, 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 bloop. It's very weird. It's so weird. But I, th- I think because I assumed it was a kid's movie because it's stop motion. And if you see it like that, mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, let's take the kids. No, It's very don't. fantastical. And that's why I could see people thinking it's stop motion because it's super fantastical. Right. Like and whimsical and weird. and Scary. Okay, so it's so scary. It, like, when did this movie come out? I don't know. I don't know. I Was I in high school? Maybe. I don't know. If I was a kid, I would have been freaked out by this. I was, I'm 52 and I was freaked out by it. But like, like if I was like 10 years younger uh-huh. than I was when I, it came out, you know what this made me feel like? What? And, not, and this is going to have a weird twist on it. Okay. Remember Invader Zim? Where I was, where like. Oh, that cartoon from Nickelodeon? Yeah. Where you did not like. No. And I did I not didn't. like. Because I was like, this is not meant for me. Right. This did not feel like it was targeted to kids. Oh, okay. Besides it being this and that. Because guess what? There's a lot of talking and characters that kids do not relate to. Exactly. Kids are not going to relate to Coraline. Well, maybe a little bit because, like, her parents. But, like, she's kind of a brat herself, and that's the point. Right. It's not like a, whoa, this little wonderful girl is lost in this magical world. No, she's kind of a brat. And everyone in this movie is kind of flawed. Do you, I didn't think she was a brat at all. Oh, I think she's such a brat. She's not. She just wants some attention. She's mean. She's not mean. What's her friend's name? YB. Yborn? And yes. what does she call him? YB. She calls him Why Were You Born? Okay, but that was funny. Um, okay. But, so I could see I could see that being, yes, she's he, kinda she was... She's mean. Yes, but it's... But then... Okay. What? Yeah, but you're right. But okay, the mom she, and dad she, are just—they don't have time for her. Yes, Why the mom is their... mean. Okay, the mom is straight mean. To and her. the dad is freaky looking. Yes, and the dad is John. John la, 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 la. The dad is John Hodgman, who I actually really like, and I've seen him perform comedy. He is very irreverent. So um, where would I would I know him from anything? Yeah, yeah, you would. He's the PC in the Mac and PC commercials. Remember those from a thousand years ago, where it was Justin Long and the other guy. Oh, well, he was the Mac other guy. I'm, he's the PC. Oh, wow. Okay. He, he's a comedian. He's been around for forever. He he has podcasts and all sorts of stuff. He's, okay. He's funny. He's very talented. Very. His stuff is very irreverent, but it's good. Like it's, okay. It's almost too bizarre. Okay. I probably wouldn't like it. I saw him do an entire stand-up set as Ayn Rand. I don't know who that is. She's an old, like, it, it's very weird. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I'd like that. Um. Yeah, half the crowd wasn't sure if they were laughing. Like, they were yeah, like, it's I, like what? I don't get it. Um, so anyway, so let's just talk about the movie. Okay. Also, this is supposed to be Dakota Fanning's voice. This didn't sound like Dakota Fanning to me. 
Yeah. Which I don't know what Dakota Fanning sounds no, like. No, it sounded exactly like Dakota Fanning oh, to me know. when she was younger. Yeah. Because that's the which thing. She's younger. She's in her um, 20s now. Yeah. I think she's older than that. Is she older than me or younger than me? I think she's kind of in the... Uh, I think Pro- she's a little bit younger. Um, Weird. So this movie starts with Coraline and her family moving into a new house. It's like a big apartment. There's three, yes. there's three levels. There's two old ladies under them and then an old man over them who's Russian. Yes. Mr. Babinski. Yes. I don't remember the old ladies' names, but... Welcome to the show. I don't remember most of the characters' names. Yes. Uh, so she moves in with her family, and it's, like, raining or something? Yes. And she it, wants to go do something fun, and her parents are, like, boring. Her mom's, work, like... Work, 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 yeah, work, work, work. Yeah, work, 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 and her dad's work, work, work. So she starts exploring the house, and blah, 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 blah. And then she finds this, like, little door. And the mom opens the key. Also, obviously, I'm going to bypass a lot. Okay, here's my thing. Here's my problem. Okay. I don't like movies where the two parents are bad. And I get that there's like there can be redemption, but that really bothers me when like a kid's parents are not just bad but like mean. Like right. the mom is mean to Coraline and I didn't like that. Right. Cuz it's like I don't want that character to have redemption because I instantly don't like them. Right. And she didn't really I I thought at the end she was still no, kind of No, they're just like they're but. just kind of like they're happy cuz their work is done. Like they it didn't make any sense to me. Right. Like, why? Like, oh, our job's done, so now we can be a family. It's like, yeah, but you're still going to have to go back and do your job again. Right. You know, it, it had this very weird message, which I, I get it, and I'm sure I just didn't get it. You know what I mean? But, right. like, I felt like there was, the parents didn't do anything. They Their characters didn't grow. Um. So, anyway, so then Coraline goes, she's like, ooh, she sees this door, and it opens to nothing, okay? Whatever. Bricks. Bricks, yeah. And then she goes to sleep, and she goes, and she sees a little mouse run through the door, which this is where it felt like Alice in Wonderland to me. Uh, yeah, she, I definitely could see that. Yeah, she crawls through the hole, and she crawls, and she crawls, and she crawls, right. and then she's in her house again. But this time, there's a sad little picture of a boy with an ice cream cone they dropped or whatever, and now he's licking the ice cream like he's happy. And then she sees her mom, and her mom's got button eyes, and then she sees her dad, and her dad has button eyes, but he doesn't, he, but the mom cooks, and it's pre-established the mom doesn't cook. And the dad plays music, but he doesn't play the music. The piano, like, puts the gloves on. I don't, I was like, who invented that? Or, like, you know what I mean? I was like, they they don't really establish that. Because he's, I thought that he was, like, an inventor, but he's not an inventor. No, because basically the other mother is controlling the entire situation. That's what that's from. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the other mother, we find out that the other mother, the other mother. Yeah, careful on that one. Is a creature called the Bedlam. Yes. Which is very interesting. I like that. It was a cool thing. I did not. I didn't really know where this movie was gonna go. Okay. Um. So anyway, I'll go back to the plot though. So Coraline, you know, she crawls in, and oh wow, this is so amazing, and she gets to eat cake or whatever, and have mango smoothies or whatever, and then she wakes up and she's blah back in normal life, and she goes up and sees Mr. Babinski, and then she goes down and sees the, the two sisters. The Aren't two they sisters, sisters or something like that? Used to work together in vaudeville or they burlesque. Were, they were burlesque dancers. Yes. Um, and now they're old. Yes. Um, and they're weird. Yes. And they have all these dead dogs. Yes. And they're um, all named J names or something, and they all have wings now. They stuffed them all because they couldn't. Okay. And there is one point where she's talking to the old ladies, and they're putting, they're like testing, like they're they're fitting one of the dogs for his little angel costume. Yes. I thought that was pretty funny. It is for, I, yeah. Um, okay, so then, so, oh, and then Coraline meets YB. And yes. YB's like, look, my, my gra- I found this doll in my grandma's, well, he gives the doll to Coraline's real mom. Right. And he's like, he leaves it on the porch, and 
Coraline finds it, and his doll looks like Coraline, and that's a little weird. And the grandma found it in the, or he found it in his grandma's attic or whatever, and it's weird. So she kind of takes his little doll everywhere. Um, come to find out, the doll is like, it's very hard to explain. The, the doll's like a, the the bedlam or the other mother who's slowly progressing, kind of more and more evil. Creepy, this is a very creepy, hard movie creepy. to explain. Like it, it's hard to explain this. Um, things are just getting weirder, and like the adults Creepier. she's interacting with in the real world. It seems great, but I kept waiting for it. Right. You knew something was going to happen. Right. And I kept waiting because all the characters we meet in the real world were starting to meet in the, the other world. Or, I, they don't really call it anything. Right. It's just the, like... It's, the other something. Yeah. It's well, the other it's still, YB. But I think she calls him YB. And both, Mr. Babinski, he's not the other... You know what I mean? Right. She doesn't call him the other Mr. Babinski. She doesn't call him this or that or this. And so it just kind of like... We're starting to see, like, the real Mr. Babinski, like, trains mice or something in yes. the little circus. Well, in the dream Mr. Babinski, which is kind of a dream world, I don't know, it's it's, it's kind of... The dream Mr. Babinski has a whole circus with cotton candy and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And the, the two burlesque dancers are kind of weird in the real world, but in the in dream world they have a big theater, and all the theater seats are dogs, and the technicians are all the dogs, and then they do this amazing show, and blah, blah, blah. But then things are getting weirder and weirder, and the other mother is turning more, and she's, like, getting longer and creepier. And eventually... Reminded me of a spider. Yes. Well, she totally has that spider kind of, like, color palette. Right. At, in her first, when we first see her in her dress, and then it just becomes more and more. She becomes a big old spider. Because at the very beginning, there's this weird mechanical hand making this little Coraline doll. Yes. It's her. Oh, yeah. Um, and we're starting to find out things, like, YB talks about, like, it just, this movie's very strange, and it's very hard to talk about it, because it was very weird. Um, it's, it's hard. It's, this is a difficult one to talk about. sorry. No, it's fine. It's just, like, weird, because it, it was good. I, I legitimately enjoyed it, but, like, there was a lot that I'm just, like, like, I felt like a lot of times I was just waiting for something to happen, because it was, like, I didn't trust anything. Right. Absolutely. But, like, I didn't feel an anticipation about not trusting anything. I was just kind of like, all right, is anything... Like, I felt like it kind of dragged a little bit. I'm like, okay. I thought it did, too. This can only... This is only getting better. Because I really felt like the climax happened. Right. Of, like, ooh, spider and it kidnapped the parents. And then it just kind of, like, wrapped up real quick. Oh, see, and I totally disagree. I thought it took forever to end. What I mean is, the I felt the, uh, if we break it down into before climax, climax ending, before climax felt like seventy five percent of the movie. Got it. Climax in the end was like the last twenty five, which I I believe that the climax should happen like sixty. You know what I mean? Right. It, it, right. It right. Should rise to that, and then how do we how do we end from that? Okay. But I felt like it was like boom. Okay. And it was cool. I really did like the build the build up, while it took forever, and I kind of felt like it was dragging. It was kind of cool to establish some things. Right. Like with the rat circus with Mr. Babinski, and then when she has to, like, she's kind of tricking the other mother into giving her these other kids' eyes. It's very, it's it's interesting to watch, and it's kind of creepy to watch. But to explain it is very, you know what I mean? Yeah, it is weird. Like, I, the, oh, there were a couple, okay, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. I was just going to say, but all I kept thinking is, oh no. If I was a mom and I accidentally took my child to see this movie, I'd have been like, nope. No, no, close your eyes. This is weird. This is so yeah, weird. Yeah, what's going on with the other father? He's, like, dying. 
Right, he looks weirder all the and time. He's like turning into a, like a he's like turning into a vegetable, but not like in a fun, cute way. No, it's like a like, creepy pumpkin. Like his face is like melting, and like at one point, she uh, the other mother knows that real YB talks too much, so she takes fake YB's voice away. Yes, and then like pins his mouth. Yeah, because like, so he wasn't smiling enough, so she pinned it up. Yeah, and then he can like take the pins out, but I'm or Coraline takes him out, but I'm still like uh gross. Yeah, nasty. Weird. Like, on the cat is Keith David, which I like that the cat is... The cat felt like the Cheshire cat, though. Exactly. A more helpful Cheshire cat, where he's just kind of, like, popping in and being like, it's me, Keith David, goodbye. And I love his voice anyway. Oh, his voice is great. Um, So, can I just say one part that I did like, because most of it I didn't like? Yes. When she would go to the other world, Mm -hmm. I liked where it was bricks, but then when it was time to go to the other world visually that purpley kind of pink it, it like literally grew. looked like it was moving yeah and i thought it was cool this okay and i'd be surprised if you disagree with me this movie is visually impressive yes it is it, it really is because you really think about like nightmare before christmas sure that's impressive i think this has a little bit more to it also because it came out what 20 years later right but you know what i mean like Coraline's hair is impressive because it's all i don't know how free the yarn or whatever her, her hair is. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it doesn't look like a static thing, but probably for the sake of, like, ease, somebody had to, boom. You know, each of those wow. had to See, be... I didn't think about that part, but you're be- right. That's yeah. a lot of work. Because, yeah, and that's why I love this studio. I will watch anything the studio puts out because it's so visually impressive, and they push the envelope. They did Kubo and the Two Strings. They did... I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's so good. They did uh, Box Trolls. I haven't seen that one. one either. I just, I really, they did Paranorman. I, believe. I haven't seen that one either. It's all a little weird and a little quirky. Okay. Box Trolls is, to me, one of their more family-friendly, like, okay, okay things. Where this, to me, is a little like, oh, my kid is going to have nightmares. For and, days. And, and like I said, it is hard for me. I really think, please, I think you should see this movie. So here's my now here's my thing. I don't really like horror. I, I enjoy the the idea of it. But if I go see a movie that is rated R in theaters and I know that it's a horror movie, I will be so anxious at, but right before it starts because I don't know what's coming. Right. I was comfortable watching this. Okay. At night like in the dark by myself. Right. Cuz it's PG. How bad can it get? The parts that got really freaky. I had to remind myself this is st- like I'm, I'm like, whoa, this is too weird. But at the same time, it's visually impressive. Like, right. it's it's not two people going, I'm going to get you. No, I'm going to get you. Or even like a CGI. This was someone stood there. And I mean, a group of people went, okay, turn, 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 turn. Okay, this, 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 this. Okay, this, 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 this. Because the vocal track was probably done... I mean, a minimum of a couple months before, you know, any of it. Right. Because they they can't start it without the vocal track. Oh, wow. Right. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they can't be like, oh, and then, like, because they have to match the exact movement of the word to the person. Wow. That's impressive. But, you know, you said it wasn't too scary for you. But yet, I was watching it the other night, and what did you say to me? Well, because you were like, I don't know about this one, and I hadn't seen it yet. Right. And and I was like, you're going to watch this at night? And you were like, yeah, it's not that bad. And I'm like, I don't know. Because like, I always got this kind of vibe that this was a little bit like... It, to me, it was. Yes. So, do I agree with your theme? 
I don't know because I, I would need to see the trailer to see how this was marketed. Scary. Right. Creepy eyeballs. But, but was this like a pick up your Coraline toy at McDonald's? No. That's what I'm saying. Was this because because we're going to talk about that in a bit with your movie? But was this marketed to kids? I don't. That's why I need to see the trailer. Right. Because I saw the trailer at the movie theaters, but I don't know what I was seeing. Yeah. So. Because yeah. Because I think that it's it's kind of a bummer that animation or stop motion or anything like that that's not live action is viewed as automatically for children. Because there are some very good animated films out there, like Hello, Silent Voice, and Your Name that we watched a bunch of episodes back right. with Robert. I don't think that those are marketed to kids. No. Be- but they're animated. So people make the assumption. People make the assumption. I mean, that's like with us, right? Like, we just assume that this was a kid movie. I don't think that this is technically a kid's movie. So would you think it's more like... The, there was a new film that came out. It's called Island of Dogs. Isle of Dogs. Yeah. yeah. So you look at it thinking, because I actually had a parent say, Oh, I was going to take my kids to see it. And I'm like, it's not a kid's film. No. It, oh, I saw it, it was like claymation or something. I'm like, it's not for kids. It's, I think it's PG or PG-13. And I think it, it's it's Wes Anderson, so it's a little... So it's a little quirky anyway. It's a little, yeah, I mean, there are some things in some Wes Anderson movies that, like, you could take a kid and they would have no problem. Like, when I was a kid, I, I say kid, I honestly don't remember how old I was, but when Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou came out... Yep. It was Bill Murray. Yes. And I remember I was watching it with Dad, and Dad was like, I didn't get it. And I was like, I'm sure if I watched this as an adult, I would love it, because it was visually, I just loved it. And then, of course, I see it as an adult, and I'm like, this is the best movie ever. I have never seen it. It's so good. Um, I love it. But but so that's my thing, is I think that that with Isle of Dogs or something like that, where if a kid watched it, they'd, be, they'd get it enough. But, like, I don't think a kid would enjoy this. No. You know what I mean? Like, like there's some, like, animated things or whatever where a kid just goes, ha-ha, cartoon, and likes it. But I just... I can't imagine an actual child. You know what this is? Huh. This is a young adults movie. Yeah, I think which, you're which, right. Which or a teen, a, yeah, like which in is the a teens. Very much untapped. A well, a lot of the media that's made for that age group, okay, is kind of dumb, right? Where because it's just playing off the like ha 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 immature humor. I think this is a smart thing made for teenagers. Oh, see, and okay, I can see that. that. Because no. a, a teenager would love this. Because it's weird and it's quirky, but I get it. I get when that my parents don't understand me. I get that my parents are too wrapped up in work. I get it. Like, of course I don't relate with Coraline. I think she's a brat because I'm a 27-year-old man. Yes, you are. Thanks, Mom. But you know what I mean? Where it's like, so yeah, I could see teenagers loving this. But at the same time, I don't feel like this got destroyed by that kind of hot topic. You know what I mean? Right. Where I don't feel like this got overplayed at all. No. This isn't like a, oh, everyone wears your Coraline wig. Although, I've been to plenty of cons, and I have seen Coralines. There have been plenty of cons. Do they have button eyeballs? I've seen a couple with button eyeballs. That's actually really cool when you see uh, Coraline cosplay, and some of the people have the button eyes. My favorite thing is be like, how do they have that in there? What a lot of people do is, it's, it's you know, it's not a real button, obviously, because it's huge. But it's, uh, it's like skin glue or okay. whatever. So, it, I mean, yeah, it takes a little bit to pull it off, but it doesn't, like hurt you or like oh, okay. rip your skin off or anything gross <laughs> i'm just i'm just saying all right so you ready to rate it then yeah i think this is a rent it um mom says no let's just throw it in the trash immediately don't worry yeah. i just i visually i loved it like i really did love this movie visually and the visuals made me uncomfortable and that's why i loved it um, oh, that's a great point. Yeah, I didn't think about it. I be, just hated be, it. So because it the was whole a, thing. It was very like, 
yeah, the dogs made me uncomfortable. Like they're weird. Their faces were weird in a good way. Like everything was just visually uncomfortable, and that's why I liked it because it made me feel something. Um, there's that scene at the end with the fake Mr. Bobinski when it's revealed that he's all rats, and he's being the way that he's moving. Yeah, was so impressive, and I knew there was something about him because we didn't actually see his skin. You know what I mean? Right. But like the way he was moving, and like there's a part where he's standing there. And Coraline is talking in front of him, and you can see the back of his jacket. It looks like things are moving through it. Oh. I loved that, because that's not just, okay, have so-and-so stand there, then we'll wire up the CGI things to move in his back, or we'll even, you know, CGI this and that. It's all, okay, boom, boom, boom. But at the same time, we got to time it with boom, 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 because this has to go slower than this, but this has to go faster than this. And it's quite a process. Yeah. And I, I mean, I love animation. I love stop motion. I, I personally love that whole medium of someone being creative and saying, well, I'm not, I can't do a live action. I'm not going to do a live action. I'm going to do this instead. Like, right. I lo- and I think too, though, this whole time I kind of thought it was a dream. Like this whole movie. I kind of did too. And then it's not really, uh-uh. which I didn't mind. But at the same time, like, I mean, listeners of the show know how I think. If you establish that something is real, you need to go with that. I need to be able to track that. Right. So it kind it worked. It worked that the house is kind of haunted by a monster. I right. didn't mind that. But like, yeah, no. I mean, I know we didn't really talk about the movie a lot, uh, plot-wise on this one, but because I think it's very, like, I wish this movie was easier to explain. And that's not your fault. But it's no. very strange and very bizarre to just say what happens because this is a very visual-focused movie. I know we've talked about some movies that are very, like, heavy dialogue and mm-hmm. heavy meat. Right. This is the opposite. Right. The, you're right. It, it's, it's visual. It's so visual. And it's so, like, yeah. I like, But like I said, I totally could have seen, like, this feels Guillermo del Toro. Like, I'd be surprised. Like, I'm sure that if I Googled Guillermo del Toro Coraline, it'd be like, Guillermo del Toro loves Coraline. You know what I mean? Because right. this felt that kind of weird and spooky and... and kind of gross but in a good way and see i don't like this movie i was creeped out for days <laughs> literally creeped out for days yeah always before i'd go to sleep don't think about it don't think about it i don't have nightmares i'm the other oh okay hold on now wait a minute pause really quick now i want you to think about this where i'm like okay i'm gonna go to my room mom that recording session was awful like oh there's a little door in my closet and then my adult body crawling through this little door okay and then popping out okay and then you're also there and you're like oh hi it's me don again but you have button eyes and you're like it's me other don so there's just like kid podcast other mother approved Ooh, that's <laughs> oh weird. that's actually funny okay yeah if you say so okay well i think it's kids other mother forget it because oh that's funny okay i didn't get it at first yeah for indulging me no i Uh, didn't get it at first i was like okay whatever and i'm like oh wait it is funny. other mother other mother all right um okay so instead of going straight into the other thing we have some things to talk about no we have to talk about my movie first no no, this is because we okay long time listeners know we used to have commercial breaks or whatever a break in between and sometimes we would pump things on the show like oh all right well, we, d- we haven't done that in a while, but now no, we, we have, have some not. things to pump. Mom just cracked her ankles. No, it's my knee. Do. Sorry about that. That's it was fine. getting really tight. Hey, Mom, do you like felt? I do like felt, Ruben. Do you like pin cushions? I do. They're so cute. Do you like succulents? I do. <laughs> I do. I, I do. They're so nice. Hey, Mom, check out Bodega Cat Co. on Etsy. 
Uh, What's Bodega Cat Co. on Etsy, Ruben? It is a fun store. Uh, it is by one of our uh, one of our longtime listeners and one of our big supporters, Fabrizio. She has an Etsy store. You can say it. Hi, Fabrizio. She probably that's probably her favorite part of this little plug is that you said hi. Oh. Um. So yeah, she has awesome things. There's like fairy tale. It's it's very intricate. It's a lot of time is taken on those things. I looked at it, it's amazing. It's beautiful and like you said, ribbon intricate. Yeah. Intricate beautiful stuff. So g- give everybody the thing to check it out on Etsy. Yes. So it's Bodega Cat Co and it's it's I I love it and I know that she's got more stuff coming up. Oh, I'm excited uh, to um, see. There's also Yes. Also, there will be a very exclusive KTMA item available <gasps> soon. That's all I'm going to say is that please keep an eye out on the store. No, cuz be I'm going to buy it. Well, no, you can't buy it. Why can't I buy it? I mean, I guess you could buy it. But but so, keep an eye on the store. We will make a post when it goes live. It'll be a limited number, and then that's it. No, why are you excited? It's not for, I mean... Does it say, does, if, yeah, I'm excited. It, it's a very, yeah, it's a KTMA exclusive item. So I'm very excited. Be a limited number. We're excited. We, Me and her talked for like an hour about these today and I'm working these through. So I'm, I'm excited. This is going to be very fun. But you're not going to tell me. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you on air. I'll tell oh. you after. No, don't tell me on Okay. Off, because I want to be surprised when I see it. Hey, That's mom. awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Hey, mom. Hey, Ruben. Why do people listen to this show? Because you're amazing. Oh, wow. You ate that segue up. Perfect. So if people want to like to listen to me more, I'm on another show. It's called, why, why you make that face? Why are you sad about it? Why do you want to leave me? No, what is that? That's from um, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Who wants to, nobody. Oh. No, that's a quote from the movie. No, I know that. But hey, I'm on another show. It's called Space Case, a space opera. It's, it's, okay. If you like super intense RPGs that are so intense and, and this and people are arguing. That's not what this is. No, because I hear you laughing the whole time. I, that is the best. It is. It's a story that we have just started. It's a uh, space opera, but not. Op- it's like Star Wars is a space opera. There's no okay. actual singing. Sounds good. Um, it's a big space quest, and it's very fun, and it's enjoyable. And it's just by like, it's me myself. Uh, there's two other players, and there's our dungeon master or game master Charlie. Is one of the most fun things I've ever done. Uh, our crew right now is the most ragtag group, and you know it's like oh ragtag space. It's like no no no. I don't think you get it. We have my character's name is Guy Flanell. He is ninety years old. The average age is like a hundred and thirty, hundred and forty. So he's old, and he's a, he's like a. I described him as a mix of Tom Hanks and Mister Rogers. Okay. So he's just the, the sweetest, nicest old man. Who he's not like this like Clint Eastwood grumpy old man who's like cool like. At one point, he was so nice to a security guard. Uh, the security guard just gave him his gun. So there's oh. just this 90-year-old man who is terrified of this item in his hand. Oh, okay. Um, but Well, that sounds... So what is it called again? It's called Ruben? Space Case, a space opera. You can look it up on any of this, the podcasting things. It definitely has uh, some language, so if that is an issue, where this is a family-friendly show, I would not say that that is necessarily family-friendly, because uh, Guy Flannel got some things yelled at him by a security guard, and then he promptly talked his way out of the situation but there's also uh yeah it, it's it's a lot of fun um it's a great show and i excellent. just i love being a part of it so i just wanted to pump that too excellent hey guess what ruben what nothing i have nothing else to say <laughs> i don't i'm not doing anything else except just regular life sorry <laughs> i just wanted to be silly i was like what do you have what do i'm you nothing I, like, I have another show no i I'm don't a, i'm the new host of cereal <laughs> no i have nothing just my life Wait, i just had the best idea ever what 
I want to hear you, like, because you know how there's some podcasts that are, like, single, like, investigative reporter trying to solve this crime. Yes. I want to hear one, but it's you. No, it would not and be then, good. Oh, it was yucky. Ooh, and that, yeah. No, <laughs> I don't think. I also now want to see what we can do to just get you on, like, a crime. Like, because you know how they have all those shows where it's, like, Castle, where it's, like, an author teams up with the police or, like, a magician teams up with the police. Just you with a team of very hard-hitting, like, police officers. And then it's just, like, panning around the room, and it's just you in the back. Like, hey! Hello, I'm here! Oh, potty word. <laughs> Don't use that word. Ew, what is that on the floor? That's his inside, so Rod is outside. Ooh. Ew, gross, get it. Ew, I stepped in it. <laughs> oh, I don't want to step in it. That's gross. So, What's your movie? Oh, oh now <laughs> we're back to... We're just back. Okay. Um, you had me watch Small Soldiers. Yes. So, in the 90s? Yes. I thought you hadn't seen it till video, but you admitted last what? week on the thing no, that... No, definitely, definitely didn't see it in that theaters. That Dad took you to the theaters, probably. What? Yeah, that's what she said. What? That's I'd what she it. said. So, voiced by Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. And lots of other people. A lot of other people. Frank Langella. I know. Oh, yeah. Isn't he... Archer. Archer? Emissary of the Gorgonites. Yes. And Kristen Dunst, very young. Kirsten Dunst? Kirsten. I'm sorry. It Kirsten Dunst. I don't know if no, that's... No, it matters. Either. It matters... You know how I am about my name, and yes. you have to call me Dawn, and you have to spell it the right way. Not at Starbucks, where they spell it D-O-N, and then I yell at them nicely. Um, if it's Kirsten, I want to say it the right way. Sure. Because that's important. Yeah. People have I'm names sure she's for got reason. nothing better to do. I'm sure she's listening to this. Oh, hello, Kirsten Dunst. I'm sure she, like, Googles, like, is anyone talking about small soldiers? Probably not. And then it stars a young man. Yes. Who? who I, did he go on to do anything? I, well, okay. apparently I'm not speaking tonight, so I'm hanging up. Is she hanging up? Where did she go? She disappeared. No. Mom, where'd you go? I was just going to say, I forgot the name of it. I think it was called Pacific Blue, but I could be wrong. ABC. It was like a summer cop show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. From like 2010, and it was on for three or four seasons. He was on it. And he was a grown-up. I mean, he was a kid then, but I wasn't sure because I was like, he looks familiar. Let me see what he's doing now. Mm -hmm. That's what he's doing now. So, and it has Jay... Baruchel? No. Jay, no, it's no, not Baruchel. No, not Jay Moore. Why Moore. do I say Baruchel? I don't know. Because that's a very uncommon name, I guess. Yes. And? David Cross. David Cross, who is so cute in this movie, because sometimes he's not, and he's super cute, and you just want to pat his head. I do. Yeah. I, he, I, he, it's funny. He kind of plays the same guy in every movie, but, like, with a different, like, inf- you know what I mean? Sometimes right. it's that guy, but evil. Sometimes it's that guy, right. but good. But that's like, um... In Alvin and the Chipmunks and the new ones, he's not nice. No. But in this one, he's really nice. And it also stars Dennis Leary, who I never noticed until watching this movie, that Dennis is spelled D-E-N-I-S. Yeah, single, single, and I noticed that as well, which is very, like... Yeah, because I was like, wait, has it always been that? And I've just never noticed, and yes, it is. Um, You know who else is in this movie? And we got to talk about this, just because it, it was the 20th anniversary of it recently, was Phil Hartman. Yes. This is the yes. last, last movie Phil Hartman was in. Love and you, you have you really like Phil Hartman. Phil, it, if I if they ever figure out interdimensional travel, I want to go to the world where Phil Hartman never died. You know what I mean? Because right. he, he had such a just a huge career ahead of him, and it was it's heartbreaking to me to see. Like, I mean, a lot of kids and people even my age don't really know who Phil Hartman is and don't really realize what Phil Hartman had done or like what he had a hand in, and and he had a hand in so much, and and. I mean, voice actors and comedians and everyone that really, like, is involved with that kind of stuff understands who he is and really gives him that credit. 
um, there char- there's a character on Futurama actually that was he was going to voice that character and he ended up you know passing away before well he didn't pass away he was murdered before it happened and if you watch that show the guy who does the character's voice it's Zap Brannigan and it's voiced by Billy West who is Doug and he's a very yes. prolific voice actor as well but he's totally doing a Phil Hartman voice and it's kind of nice. like to hear that voice and he's playing it like how Phil Hartman would have played that character um do you know how I got first introduced like not literally but to Phil Hartman uh-uh. Pee-wee's Playhouse oh sure because he he's played... the fisherman yes I love that um and also an actor that I don't know his name mm-hmm. he plays the boy's dad yeah he's one of those guys love that guy it's like okay he's the dad he's that guy He's that dad. He's like, oh, that guy. Yeah, I love him. Don't know who he is. So basically this, okay, this is not really a kid's film either. This is a teenage film. This is. We will talk about this. We, this is a PG-13 rating. Did you, did you read all the history about that though? No, I didn't. Go ahead. Because I didn't. Nothing was coming up when I was poking it. The rating of this movie. Yes. Went back and forth consistently. So they were making kids toys and kids, because it was originally going to be PG. Okay. Kids' toys. Burger King had toys. This was marketed to children. Okay. And then it became PG-13. And they were trying to backtrack all this marketing and blah, 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 blah. But it, like, still was, like, for kids, but they weren't sure if that was, like... It was a huge deal. I remember being a kid and seeing the trailer say PG or something said PG. And then it was like, no, no, now it's PG-13. Or then it went back to PG. And they weren't sure who to market this to. And I think that's kind of what hurt it. But I remember I had Small Soldiers video games... I had all. I had a bunch of the action figures. Did you? Yes, I legit. I had. Okay, you know the guy, the the big. He's the bat. One of the soldiers. Yeah. He's the flat topped one with the big yes. smile. Yes, I don't like their f- smiles. Their yeah, smiles are creepy. I had that one, and his head like rotated, and it became a big bazooka. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. I was like, man, you have a terrible mother. No, but that's the thing is, they made toys for children. Right. Like, those weren't for adults because no. my generation wasn't an adult yet. You know what I right. mean? Right. Well, anyway, so, okay. No, but I was just saying. That yeah, that, no, you always have way more of that information than I have, and I love mm-hmm. that because I've... So, I have to tell you really quick. I I kind of disagree with you again. Okay. Because I thought Coraline had a lot... I was thinking about, okay, what would I say for Coraline? I had a lot more to talk about with Coraline than this movie. Really? Yes. Because this movie, I think I could sum it up in three sentences. Do it. Ready? Yeah. Boy is running toy store. I'm like, he can't even drive. He's riding a bike. Okay. Boy is maybe more than three senses. Boy is running toy store. Yes. Finds bad toys dad won't allow. Yes. Bad toys take over the world or his neighborhood. Yes. Family's triumphant. Yes. Now, I believe... You don't, and you don't have anything else to say about this movie. No, I have lots more to say oh, about this it, movie. Because I have to Google something because I need to make sure that it's, okay. it's correct. So basically this is, I just summed it up. But no, no, I do have a lot to talk about. Okay. I just found that like Coraline, there were m- many more details that you could talk about compared to this one. So basically there, um, this big company takes over everything. And mm-hmm. it takes over this toy company. And ha- almost all of the um, employees are fired except Jay Moore and Cross. David, David Cross. Cross. And Dennis Leary is the head guy, and he wants better, more interactive, better. So Jay Moore goes and buys these, like, 
techno chips or something. Yeah, but they're they're for like nuclear warheads or something, and they talk and everything. Which, real quick. Right? We shouldn't be putting that kind of AI in a nuclear warhead. I know, that's pretty weird. That, wait, that's like war games. And now that I think about it, these totally could have been, quote-unquote, in the same universe. Totally. Like, And I don't hate that. That's actually no, kind of a I, cool... No, I like that better. Yeah. So, um, so they create these toys, and a delivery guy is dropping off some stuff, and this kid, I can't remember the character's name, and he is... Yeah. Ta- run in the store because his dad's gone. Yes. And so he says, oh, come on. let me. How about some stuff fall off the truck? Won't you let me have it? Because he sees, like, the, the box. Yeah, and it looks pretty cool. And so the guy's like, okay, and lets him have it. Well, come to find out, these toys literally start taking over. Mm-hmm. And they're soldiers. And the other guys are, like, creatures. And they're supposed to fight them. It's essentially G.I. Joe versus He-Man. Yes. And... Then, like he, the kid comes in the next day, and the all the toys are gone, and the store is totally trashed, and the dad is like, "What did you do?" and blah blah blah. But then, actually, the boy discovers Archer, mm-hmm. and and, and the story of the Gorgonites. Yes, and I love it where it says, "I am Archer." Adversary so, of the Gorgonites. Adversary of the Gorgonites. Close enough. Your, yeah, whatever. <laughs> What is your name? And he's like, whatever his name is. Alan. Alan. It's Alan. Now shut up. Yeah. Alan. Now shut up. And he's like, hello, Alan. Now shut up. And stuff like that. So he really kind of likes Archer. Mm -hmm. At first he doesn't, but then he. Well, because he doesn't really understand what's going on. Yeah. And then as time is going on, he builds this relationship with Archer. But then all the soldiers are trying to get Archer. Yes, because they want to kill all the Gorgonites. Which is so weird. And, and they're just, they're not nice. And they're yucky. And then they steal all the dad's tools. And then they do all this bad stuff. And then at one point, they realize that Archer is over at his, uh, Alan's friend's house, mm-hmm. Kristen Dunce. Close enough, sure. Is that not her name? I think it's Kirsten. But Kirsten. Re- I, the thing is, we're not getting it wrong. We legitimately don't know. So I know, but I don't want to say it wrong. So but it's okay. Kirsten? Probably. They even make a joke in Deadpool 2 about this, so... Okay. Kirsten. Um, I think it's Kirsten. Kirsten. Whatever it is, Miss Dunst. Yes. And Dunstan checks in to this podcast to tell us what her name is. Was she in that movie? No, but oh, it, it's... Oh, you're a, making a funny joke. Sorry. Yes. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> there. Anyway, so then they go over to the house, and the soldiers end up drugging the parents. Okay, yeah. No. A joke you cannot make in 2018. And it's not really a joke. No. It's just like to get the parents out of the picture, they drug them to make them fall asleep. Yeah, but it's like... Something you can't do anymore. Well, no. It's just so where the difference, I think, is Coraline was so creepy, kids would be scared. Mm -hmm. Little children, I'd say preschool up to probably third or fourth grade, would be creeped out by Coraline. Totally. This one, I found boring. And definitely not the market I felt... Like, not the market for that child. Okay. Can I tell you? Yes. As being a little boy in the 90s? Yes. I was the target audience for this movie. Oh, yeah, see. Being a little boy when this movie came out, I loved it. I loved every single thing about this movie. I remember loving this movie. Being an adult, rewatching this movie, you're 100% correct. Yeah, it's This movie is boring. Boring. It doesn't matter. I just wanted it to end. I wanted to see more of it. The whole time as a kid, I just remember being like, this character's cool, this character's awesome, this character's cool. And then watching the movie and being like, that character's barely in it. 
Yeah, and it's dumb. And it's it, a commercial. You don't care. Well, exactly. And then the soldiers are getting destroyed, so then what do they do? They take over the sister's Gwendy dolls, which is like a Barbie, which was just weird and creepy. Okay, did you see who voiced Gwendy dolls? No. Christina Ricci and Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh, I love that. So, it was, yeah. So it was it was okay, but boring. So I say... Oh, wait, did you have more stuff to say about this movie? No, but we've barely talked... I mean, we've barely even touched the surface. I remember being a kid and going to Universal Studios. Okay. And they had this big, like, this new movie's coming out. Because Universal Studios does that a lot. Right. If they're, they've got something coming out, they pump it and they promote it. And I now think that we're in my brain... Okay. Where this was is now where the mummy ride is. It's down... I love Universal Studios, so I try and go there as much as I can, which is not a lot because it's kind of out of the way. I mean, it's like five hours away, so it's, it's worth it, but it's like, it's a trek. Yeah, I it's been a long time. I think you were maybe fourth grade? Yeah. When the last time I was there? 99. Okay. Well, whenever this movie came out, it was late 90s. Right. Oh, that's right. But so they had sets that you could see. They had little, you know, the characters that were just standing right they had costume characters oh i specifically right. remember the costume characters um is this like two weeks in a row we're talking about this the exact same trip to universal yeah Studios? i think we are but that's okay so here's what else i remember and it's it's funny to talk about that trip because i start to remember things they have a lot of posters on the, over the wall they're like advertising movies coming out right there was a halloween poster like halloween 2 or whatever right so it was 1999 that like era of early or late 90s right um but yeah and i remember they had this thing where you would sit in front of a green screen and it would like shake you around and then they would put you quote unquote in the movie oh fun i think they talked about that but but yeah but that's okay i very vividly remember all this very intricate stuff and that's why i think that trip too is what really got me into like all this behind the scenes stuff of the movie because to see right. the desk and to see this and to say, I've seen that on screen. Right. And now I can see that in the real world is very right. interesting. And to see how they film it and to see this. And I mean, it probably like if I went back with some magic time machine and I went back to 1999 and I followed me around, I, me, adult me have been like, it's neat, I guess. But, you know, Kimmy was like, oh, my gosh, it's the desk. Yeah, and I like, adult me would be like, excited. that's not even you can see how bad that looks. Right. So let me ask you a question. Yes. Do you think it's relevant now, or is it stuck? Oh, it is so dated. Yeah, that's what I felt like, too. Certain things that were said, and I the, was like, you, it's kind of dated. You can't remake this. No. War games would be more relevant to remake than this would, because pe- kids don't play with toys anymore. Oh, and that's sad. I mean, Toys R Us is gone. Like <gasps> that. Right. Although, this is a side tangent, but I'm totally okay with this conversation. Okay. Toys R Us is selling all of their licensed property like they're so so toys r us had like a copyright on the r us name uh-huh they're now selling every website that they owned that had r us in it okay they are selling you know their logos and blah 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 they're selling jeffrey right how do we how do we get jeffrey to be the official mascot of ktma how do we how do we get the money to purchase jeffrey the giraffe from toys r us so he is no longer the toys r us giraffe He's the kid tested mother approved giraffe. He's the kid does Jeffrey the kid tested mother approved giraffe. I would love that. Cause could you just imagine our logo and then this big stupid giraffe head just slapped mm, in there? No. Why? Cause that's lame. But it was a funny thought. What about the Noid? Do you think we could get the Noid? I don't know what that is. Yeah, I think it was like the Pizza Hut or Domino's. Oh yeah, no, that's weird too. Pick one, Jeffrey or the Noid. For us? Yeah, so we have to get one. 
The Noid. You want the Noid over Jeffrey the Giraffe? Yeah, he's too cute. Jeffrey the Giraffe is too cute. See, wasn't it stupid? Maybe. I don't know. But, um, so, yeah. So, I feel like this movie is totally dated. But I also, I, I mean, you and I disagree on this. Because I think it was really targeted towards, like, the 10 to 16-year-old generation. So, here's why I disagree with that, though. Okay. It's because I had a bunch of toys. Right. That's sure, what she and, said, and yeah. I was I was almost 10. Right. But, like, a 16-year-old was not going to go buy Archer Emissary of the Gorgonites. Well, if it, does it talk? No, you're right. No, I remember buying them at like a Walmart or Wal, not Walmart, Walgreens, like a CVS. Remember, because they used to have like toy aisles. They right. really don't anymore. But like, actually, ours does. Well, I mean, not not like how I remember. Okay. Where it was like licensed toys. Now it's kind of like, oh, Mr. Super Guy. Like you know what I mean? Where it's okay. like, right. Um, but I remember rows of small soldiers and this and that. And huh. I remember the video games. I remember having so much fun with the video games. This movie was made to market these characters because they thought, hey, maybe they can be something. They were just, it was a cash grab. That's yes. all this movie feels like. Right. This was a hard theme because I feel like both things we picked were kind of a wash. Right. I like, think you're like, right. I, th- I think we kind of were hoping for something more interesting and intricate and like. It's kind of boring. <laughs> this was kind of a boring, like. Sorry, guys. Visually. Right. Coraline was awesome. Yes. And Small Soldiers, but Small Soldiers was the most, it's very forgettable. Yes. Like, it, it really... Phil Hartman isn't really Phil Hartman. Nope. You know what I mean? He's not funny. He doesn't nope. really do anything. Although I have to say the Gorgonites and his little friends are so cute. Okay. The character design is really good in this movie. A, I just... I would love all of them. Now, not the soldiers, because I could care less. And not the Gwendy dolls, because those were creepy. But I liked the little friends and how they sailed off to Gorgon. Yeah, a land he, that doesn't exist. Yeah. Yes, and he pushed him off in the boat, and there they went, and the, the, the court jester guys flipping around. I mean, it looked so. Okay. Do you think they set this up for a sequel? Um. No, I think that that was good enough. But what I mean is, do you think they were anticipating a sequel with? Oh, look, they're going away. Mm, maybe, but I never heard any talk about it. You know what I'm surprised we didn't get? What? An Archer and the Gorgonites animated '90s cartoon. I was kind of thinking we might have. We didn't. There was never there was any. Never. A and small never sol- small soldiers cartoon or no. anything like that. But like with all the, I, I it was either PlayStation or PlayStation Two. We had a small soldiers game where, one it was, it was a first person shooter. One of you was, but not in like a Doom way. Okay. But like one of you was the Gorgonites and one of you was the you know the other guys and you had to run around and just like shoot each other. Shoot each other. But it wasn't. And like your a, mother let you buy that too. Well, it wasn't anything gnarly you could buy an archer sealed an archer gorgonite leader figure from 1998 a kenner figure for 30 dollars on ebay right now let me see it it's um it, it you know it it's a figure oh yeah no i wanted to talk what you wanted to talk no that's literally the hi <laughs> hi gorgonite yeah no i just but i thought all of them were cute the big eyeball yeah scoot back you're gonna ruin your eye i thought that was funny do you funny. know who voices that eyeball even no though he barely talks no because he doesn't really talk he just makes noise jim cummings oh i love jim cummings yeah he's in like this is like one of the i was reading something this is like one of the fourth movies that he's been in where he voices a, an, a cgi or animated a not real character in a live action movie oh nice Pooh bear and blah blah blah, blah. can't wait august 3rd <laughs> You were so excited about Pooh Bear. Uh, you'll be there with me. Okay, here's what I wanted to say, and I wanted to make sure if this is sure, the same guy. Sure. So, I'm going to describe a movie to you, and you're going to tell me what movie this is. Just, okay. Just trust me on this one. Okay. Uh, there's 
an item that shouldn't be for sale. Okay. But somebody wants to buy it, and somebody wants it. So they are reluctantly given the item, and then the item goes on to kind of cause, while at first it seems great, it goes on to cause havoc in their city and their town and kind of starts Jumanji? No, 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 no. Okay, sorry. It's this movie, but it's also another movie by the exact same director, and that's kind of why I'm like, oh yeah, it's Gremlins. This is a boring Gremlins. And and I actually didn't like Gremlins either. I love Gremlins, because it's fun and it's weird and it's kind of goofy. And this it's is scary. A, I thought is... it was creepy and gross. And I went on a bad date to that movie. But that's... But you have feelings about Gremlins. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Right. There's no feelings about small soldiers. No. It just nothing. exists. Nothing. So I'm going to say throw it in the trash. Yeah. Jump on it, throw it in the trash. I Don't it even mention so it. sad because I wanted to love it. Because I was like, yeah, small soldiers. Right. And then I watched it and I'm like, this movie <laughs> sucks. Like, yeah. It's just so boring. It's boring. But this episode is not boring because we have a lot to talk about. We have so many things to talk we about. We have an email, which is go, Ruben. KTMA show at gmail.com. We have a Twitter. KTMA show. We have a Facebook. Kid Testing Mother Approved on Facebook. We have Discord. Uh, links in the bio or whatever you want to call it. Well, we have, why'd you make that face? Because it's funny. Uh, but nobody can see it. Sorry. Yeah. It was just for you. We have a Patreon. Uh, Kid Testing Mother Approved on Patreon. KTMA show. I think it's patreon.com slash KTMA show. Yeah, and are we ready for emails? Uh, do we have anything else? I don't know. Oh, we can read the emails. Oh, wait. What? Do we want to do what are we doing watching Let's first? Let's do the emails first. Okay, go ahead. And um, we have emails, and I love emails. You do love emails. Because somebody's I writing we, to us. We found the email of all emails, which is in a good way. I love That's this email. That's great. All right, so, I'm ready. So, Let me so, get comfy. Yeah, strap in. This one's called Caught Up, and it's from Eric. Hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. If you remember, Eric had previously sent us an email. Yes. Hey, I heard you read emails and blah, blah, blah. Well, I assume, based on the title, Eric is caught up. Yay. Hi, Ruben and Don. I'm all caught up. Every single episode of KTMA in order since my last email, which was read on episode 52. Everything I said in the first email holds true. The dynamic between you two still works wonderfully, perhaps even better. Slow down, because I can't get what you're saying because you're talking too fast. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. Uh, Better after a year's worth of polish. Thank you. Oh, good. We don't know. The combination of seriousness and humor still delivers, and something I hadn't fully realized when previously writing finally struck me, and that is how heartfelt your opinions are, as evidenced specifically by the times where one of you gives the other a movie that everyone assumes that everyone who's listened to most of the show knows or assumes the recipient won't like. Things like Ruben getting Jersey Boys and at least sounding pretty displeased with the idea, then absolutely loving it. Or Don getting something like, oh, I don't know, Zombieland, with its abundance of profanity and gore, (laughs) a.k.a. yucky stuff. (laughs) Or Sin City, with even more profanity and gore, and actually liking it. And sometimes surprising us even further by giving it a bite. Due to a binge list, and I can't remember for sure if either example was a bite, but the response of liking was surprising regardless. Yes. Another thing I love about the show is that there were a few things that I thought for sure would get a little old, the dislike of profanity on Don's part, for instance. Sorry. And here, I'm, and here I'm going to play one of Don's cards and say, I'm sorry, Don. <laughs> Even though I didn't mean anything rude by that. But having <laughs> turned into something I find super endearing. And guess who now cringes slightly when they hear unnecessary profanity in a TV show or movie? Me. <laughs> Yay. And empath- yeah, empathetic high five to Don from the East Coast for making Ruben watch Magic Mike. It's been a while since I've had such a good laugh. Personally, I've never seen it, and have every intention of keeping it that way. Sorry, Don. And Ruben's review didn't help change my mind on that, but I did enjoy it. Also, Ruben, 
As someone who seems like a movie aficionado who loves seeing all sorts of films either due to pure enjoyment or to appreciate some aspect of the filmmaking, how in the name of all that is holy had you not seen The Godfather? Right? I was amazed when I heard that. Nevertheless, thanks to Don, yay! That has been that has at last been rectified. I tell you what, there is a list of movies I've never seen that like people that listen to the show would be like, cool, now all your opinions are invalid because you've never seen blank, 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 blank. Right. I've never seen good, uh, well, now I've seen Good Will Hunting. Right. But previously I'd never seen, I still have never seen Saving Private Ryan. Right. I have never seen Casablanca. A lot of these, like, classics that right. are considered, like, almost well, the holy grail. And I've got one in my pocket that I've been saving. Fatal Attraction. You've never seen that one. I've never seen that. Ooh. Or Basic Instinct. Uh I just know it's funny. It's not funny, but it, I know yeah, there's a I didn't very... like that one. If you're going to watch something like that, I'll, you're going to watch... Done yet. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. Two more things and I'm done. For now. Oh, I love First, it. while I missed Dawn on the San Diego Comic-Con episode, which was back... That was episode 10A, I believe. Yes. Uh, I have to admit that I loved it. I actually stopped what I was doing at work just to sit and focus on the discussion about Ready Player One, which at the time had not come out yet. We were talking about the announcements. Uh, of, all, of my all-time favorite books, I'm always looking for people to discuss it with. So it was great to hear several people who are clearly very familiar with it discuss it at length. I'm sad to say that I missed my chance to see it in theaters, as I firmly decided I wasn't going to see it, since history has taught me that book-to-screen adaptations rarely do anything that resembles justice to the book, but boy did I want to after that episode. I was so worried about how they handled the duality of H's character, and I assumed that they would botch the job, and I'd read last year that H wasn't even going to be in it, and my opinion is that you can't have Ready Player One without H. None of this means anything to you, but no, I, I really, I'm just listening because I have no idea. What, I haven't ever seen looking it yet. for someone to nerd out with about RPO, I'm your guy. Uh, real quick, pause. Eric, see this movie. H is very important. H is handled well. I, I am so excited to own this movie on Blu-ray and DVD. Do we have a, d- a release date? Because I do want to see soon. it soon. It's soon. But hold on, I'm almost done. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. I love how long this email is. I actually like this is because normally when we get emails. I like read every single thing so I can say, okay, here's what I'm going to say. And this, I saw this one was huge. And I went, all right. And I scrolled to the very bottom. I said, cool, we'll read it. So it's good end with like, this was all a lie and you're dumb. <laughs> you know well, what I that mean? That would be rude. That would be funny. Uh, second thing, I haven't been able to throw you guys any money via Patreon. Please. Ne- totally fine. We never, yeah. But since so many other people suggest themes, films for you to watch in their email, yes. I'm going to throw one out there for you. Okay. Please. Ruben, you're much better at coming up with catchy theme names so you can class it up if needed. Hilarious. Thank you. But how about a duality theme? What I mean is that something in that film or the film itself can be taken two or more ways depending on the viewer. And I mean above and beyond liking it or not. I have a film suggestion, but first I'll explain. Thank you. Good. Since I couldn't readily come up with multiple titles that fit what I was thinking, the problem that comes along with choosing a movie and then trying to build a theme around it, I propose a slightly different approach. So here comes Don's favorite part. The theme is character duality. The sub-theme is one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. Oh, but this time I propose you both watch together a single film, but it is your show. So you can come up with another film that fits the category by all means go with it. Whose main character is both or can be depending on the point of view, the hero and the bad guy. Oh, that's an alternative theme could be simply who's the actual bad guy. The film I suggest is from 2006 directed by James McTeague starring Hugo Weaving and Natalie Portman V for Vendetta. Love that movie. What? I love that movie. Are you serious? Movie. I love it. I saw it in the theaters when it came out. Who are you? I saw it with your father. Oh my gosh. Uh, another one of my favorites. I've seen it countless times. I've read the graphic novel several times and just truly love the film. But who's the bad guy? Is it V, who by just 
who by just about anyone's standards is a bad guy? Or is it the Orwellian Norse fire government? Other things you... <laughs> Mom is nodding to that. Yep. Other things you could delve into are the speculations on who character V was before, given their situation. What, if any, better ways were they there to archive the liberty V was attempting to gain the people? Anyway, I've delayed going to work long enough. And this email... <laughs> that's hilarious. This email is definitely a lengthy one. Sorry. Don't apologize. You're Never fine. This apologize. Is awesome. So for now, I'll say bye, which in my head gets... Which in my head gets read in Don's voice, of course. Bye, everybody. Uh, he didn't say that, but I said that. Um, uh, keep up the awesome work, and I can't wait for the next episode. Thanks for taking the time to read this, and for a great show, Eric. P.S. By the way, I'm a huge dog person. I have to admit, I love showing mine off, thus this postscript. So please tell Theodore, yellow from Atlanta, my 18-year-old, my 18-month-old German Shepherd and I, uh, Eric. And here's a picture. I mean, I won't post this on the thing, but that look at that dog. Oh, what a pretty dog. What a pretty dog. Um, a beautiful dog. Yes. So, hello to Eric and his dog. Yes. Um, okay, so he suggested that theme that V for Vendetta fits in. Yes. I have another movie that this has been argued countless other times, and we kind of talked about, we've talked about this sure. movie on the show. Karate Kid. Yes, I know that's your favorite. I would also put in the John Wick films, because is he good? Is he not good? He's good, but he's like, he's like, yeah. He's a, can I say it? Yes, it. He's a badass. Yeah, he is. But he's but and he's, he's killing people, so that is not really good. So he's I love doing that. It in like such a cool way. He's cool, but I'm not. A, yeah, I'm not a huge. Is it Keanu Reeves? Yeah, you love Keanu Reeves. Okay, you okay? Say it. Say it. Okay, but I don't want to hurt his feelings. You're not gonna hurt his feelings. Is he gonna listen? Probably not. No. I love Keanu Reeves when he has something scripted to say. Have you seen? There's a new trailer with okay. him and Winona Ryder in a romantic comedy. I want to see it. I'm so interested in that. Although he's such a, like, so one of my other favorite films from Keanu Reeves is the um, the one with uh, Sandra Bullock. Which one was that? It's like where they're exchanging letters. The Lake House? I love The Lake House. <laughs> I love The Lake we House. We got another email. We got oh, a couple sorry. emails. We okay, well, wait, let's think about The Lake House for a minute. But I don't like Keanu Reeves. Okay, so when Bill and Ted came out, the movie... He was doing an interview on like Good Morning America, and he did a video, a music video with Paula Abdul, Abdul, and he was, he didn't come across as the most intelligent young man I've ever seen in an interview. He was a he was younger than me, I think. But in the '80s, doing a music video with Paula. Well, I'm sure. Yes, it's the '80s. Yes. Okay. Um, go ahead. Another email. This one's titled "Comedians." Uh, I enjoy your review on Mike Probiglia. And this is from Chris. He doesn't start it with, but he ends it with Chris. So this is from Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. I was going to say it. I enjoy your review on Mike Probiglia. I've been a fan since he did the, his first secret public journal in the Bob and Tom radio show. My favorite joke of his is what I should have said was nothing. And I don't want to spoil it if anyone hasn't heard it. It's a really funny joke. As far as comedians go, George Carlin is a favorite of mine, of course. As Carlin, George Carlin is naughty. He's so naughty. But it's very interesting to me how relevant he still is. Yeah. Like, there are countless videos, like, every time something happens politically or with phones, it's very weird. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like phones are, and then there's, like, George Carlin talking about how we can't focus on this and that. It's right, a, and he passed away a long time ago, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. You know why I know George Carlin? We've uh -uh. Talked, I don't know if we talked about this on there. From Thomas the Train. <gasps> yes, he was the conductor, right? He was the, yeah, who they would like go into the thing and he'd be like, he, hey, who wants to hear a story? Yeah, because it was George Carlin and then for uh, Ringo Starr. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to continue. Sorry. Um, in general, I find clean comedians to be much to more my liking. If you hadn't heard yet, you should check out Brian Regan. He never fails yes. to make me laugh, even if, 
It's a show I've seen several times before. Just a suggestion. Thank you, Chris. Brian Regan is one of the best. Clean He's good. I really like there. him too. Oh my gosh! And he doesn't stoop to it. You know what I mean? He doesn't. And his comedy is funny. Like that's why I think that yeah, you probably would love him. I do. You? I like him. I've seen him before. Oh my gosh! He, he doesn't stoop to like f. You know what I mean? It's. I don't. Yeah. You don't need, need that. You don't need that. We got that. one more email. Wow! We got this three this week. This was a week. This is a trifecta this is funny. email. This one just made it in. This was a. This was a couple hours before we started recording. No way. Yeah. Do you want? Can I read it? No, you don't read it. You don't get to read it. <laughs> this is says longtime listener, first time caller. Now I'm going to read this one. <laughs> hey guys. Despite the subject line, I'm a very new listener to your show. KTMA has quickly become one of my favorite podcasts to pass the time at work, and with 53 episodes, I'll be able to binge them for a while. I heard you asking people to email in episode theme ideas, and my coworker and I came up with a few. <gasps> How cool! <laughs> That's great. Peaks and valleys, my coworker's idea, Ooh. where you each pick a top, where you each pick a different top-rated director and showcase their lowest-rated movie. Oh, I love that idea. So pick like the worst movie of a famous. Uh, that's a fun one. That's. A I very think fun we one. could do. I would like to do both. So do their best and their worst according to us. I have a really good idea. That's almost a flip of that. Okay. Pick up a, a good director and their worst movie, uh -huh. and a director you don't think is good, and pick their best movie. Oh, okay. Because you know what you would give me. What's your favorite Tim Burton? What's your favorite Quentin Tarantino thing? You know what I mean? Right, like exactly. That, that, that's um, a great idea. Second one, movies best friends. My idea, being a child of the 90s, live action movies starring dogs will always have a special place in my heart. This theme could even be dedicated to Theodore. Yay, Theodore. I hope you guys like these ideas. Keep doing what you're doing. Love it. It's awesome. From Whitney. And then it says, P.S. Ruben. Has anyone ever told you that your voice sounds a lot like other awesome podcaster Chris Gethard? I wish. Right, but you do. You have a little bit of that I've been cadence. Told that. Yeah, I've been told that I have a Gethard cadence because I've been t I've talked to people before too that have heard the show, and then I've talked to them in real life, and they're like, "Oh no, it's different." Like I kind of have my on-air quote-unquote radio voice, and then it's like normal. And then there's me. I'm just the same all the time. Well, I, well normally, okay, mom, ready? You're gonna you're gonna talk in your normal voice. Okay, ready? I'm gone. Hi, Roman. This is my no. Wait, no, I, I'm. This is me. I'm gone. I don't know why I scrunch my neck like that. I don't know because I don't think I do any of that stuff. But no. anyway, so that was from Whitney. Yes. So Whitney, hello, and hello. thanks for emailing. That's so I exciting. Love yes. Yeah, I love. I get to love them more, but I love emails too. It's so fun. <laughs> I get to love them more. <laughs> yeah. So great. That was so great. What have you been watching this week, Mom? Okay, I have two new shows. Go for it. So first of all, we have to have a moment of silence. Okay. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Deception got canceled. I didn't even get to watch it. It was so great. I loved it so much. It was canceled. I'm so sad. Bummer. Okay, so so it's summer's picking up and they're putting in oh, wait, new wait. shows. Need a m another moment of silence. Okay. Because I don't think the Chris Gethard show is coming back. Oh. Which is is heartbreaking. Um, and I hope. But now these billboards are popping up with For Your Consideration with Chris Chris Gethard and Sand True TV, so people are unsure what's going on. And it, it's like, I hope it comes back um, because that was one of my, the best things to happen to me in New York. I mean, every, when I was in New York, every single thing I did was amazing, but like to sit there and to experience that and to feel like I belonged in a place where I knew nobody was amazing. Excellent. Um, so, what you, so what have you been watching? The Bachelorette. Oh no. I, okay. Is it terrible? Yes. But do I love it? Yes. And it's, it's officially started, right? Yeah, it started, I think this is, I'm watching episode two. Did you know that people have Bachelorette Fantasy Leagues? Yes. What? what? I, I've been in pools before. What? Yeah. 
I did. But you hate swimming. Not that. (laughs) And then um, the other show that I'm watching, which you used to like it too. I don't think you watch it as much. American Ninja Warrior. Oh, I used to love it. I mean, I love American Ninja Warrior. I love, love, love it. Now, I have a question about The Bachelorette. And then I'll ask you a question about uh, American Ninja Warrior. So, The Bachelorette. So, is she going to choose the white guy with the scruff with the brown hair that's kind of like, and he's like kind of like, he's like pretty like stacked? Or is she going to choose the white guy with the brown hair and the scruff and he's like pretty muscular? Or is she going to choose like the white guy with the blonde hair with the scruff and he's kind of muscular? Yeah. Is she going to choose? Anyway, I cheat usually. What do you mean you cheat? How do you cheat at The Bachelor? Right. Because you go to the internet, you know, the Google. You Wait, you Google who gets eliminated before you no, watch it? Oh. I, no, I, no. But then how I, do you cheat? I Google who did they pick. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's it's I Google. the go- same thing. Yeah, I, I, except last time it was wrong. What do you mean it was wrong? Because they said who he picked and then he changed his mind. Wait, he? I thought Bachelorette was a... Okay, so what they do... Yes. Come into the Bachelorette. It's Bachelorette, and then the next season is The Bachelor. Yes. And then Bachelorette, and then Bachelor. And sometimes oh, you're not they talking throw in... about this season. You're talking about in general. No, no, no. I'm just for that. Yes. But I haven't so far cheated. But um, I just go. Who did? It's Becca. I think is her name. Who did mm-hmm. Becca pick? And then they'll they'll. It's easy to find. <laughs> so I'm watching that, and I'm watching American Ninja Warrior because I absolutely love American Ninja Warrior. That's exciting. It's, it's super exciting. What are you watching? You know what's crazy? What? Nothing. You didn't watch anything this week? I have not been watching anything this week. Have um, you been really busy? Yeah. I've just, like, I was really trying to think. Like, this was a hard thing. I was trying to think all day. What if I'm watching this week? No, but I... you did get a new job and you've been very busy. Yes. And I mean, like, here's the thing. I have movie pass. I enjoy my movie pass. But right now at the theater, it's Solo, Deadpool, Infinity War. Yes. I've seen all those. Now, you could go to other theaters, but it's literally around yeah, the corner. But I like that. I'm so lazy. Because here's the thing. I really don't have a problem with going to the movies by yourself. I don't either. I love it. Yeah. I don't want to have to drive all the way to Oak Ridge. Which is our closest mall. After, yeah, the closest mall. I don't have to drive all the way there, find a parking spot, go to the movie by myself. Because it's like, I have no problem walking to the theater because right. it's right there. Yes. But if it's like, if I have to get in the car... And I have to go find a spot. You know, I'm, I'm going to give you a hard time, but I totally agree. What? I, no, I agree oh, yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. It's no big deal to go around the corner by yourself, grab yeah, some popcorn. Exactly. Sit down. Oh, I got some time. Like, oh, I work at 5 p.m.? Well, I can go see a movie at 11. No big deal. Yeah, but it is 3. I still have, and I've only seen one, so I need to get my little self over there. Yeah. Because I haven't seen... Deadpool or Solo. Yeah, I want to see Solo. I'm not that interested in Deadpool. Because you said I wouldn't like it. You would like the second one more than you would like the first one, but you have to watch the first one to understand the second one. You All right, I mean? maybe, yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry, um, I had to yawn. No, that's it's fine. It's getting late. Hey, I'm what's the tired. theme for next week? Oh. Your favorite part. It is, I totally forgot. <laughs> no, I mean, I didn't forget the theme, but I totally forgot that we haven't done that yet. We, yeah, we weren't done yet. So, because next week is Father's Day. Uh, it's actually two weeks. But we're, because we're going to do a two-parter, we're going to do the first part the week before and then the second one the week after. Yeah, but next Sunday no, is... That's the 17th. Yeah, that's next week. No, 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 no. I had it open earlier. No. Next... Monday is the 11th. What? Next week is Monday the 11th. It's the first day of summer camp at my school, and I have to get everything ready. Believe me, I know. Yeah. yeah but so the next episode that goes out will be on Monday the 11th, and then the week after that will be the one of Father's Day. No, sweetheart. But anyway, it doesn't... Oh, I see what you're saying. Got it. I'm the, sorry. The epi- and now I'm going to cough. <coughs> it's 
today's sorry, episode I got is mixed going up. up this week. Yeah, then I'm the next sorry. episode will be the part one of our Father's yeah. Day. Yes, and yeah. I just called you sweetheart. That's fine. You're my mom. I am your mom. I mean, what so anything else would be weird. <laughs> Horatio, I don't know. <laughs> Mommy. Yeah. Um, the theme is good dads. Yes, because we're doing a two-parter. Let's yes, just we're going to do. Two-parters. We're doing good dads, bad dads. Right. So this episode will be good dads. Good dads. Which today's Tuesday, so we'll record on our regular schedule. Yeah, it'll go back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was just now I'm all mixed up. That's fine. So, are you ready? I'm going to give it to you. Okay, what are you giving me? 2000 and th- I, you get choices because oh, I like that. 2003 or 2009. I'm trying to stay more. I mean, yeah. I could totally go, you know, I think in my stuff. You go wherever you want. I know, but I wanted to go 2003 or 2009. I'm going to say 2003. Okay. Oh, what did I not get? Do the do the prices uh what's that called? What was Let's what, make a deal. Yeah, let's make a deal me. What was behind door number 2? Taken with Liam Neeson. Okay, fair. Because he's a good dad because he's protecting his little girl. Fair. Okay. Okay. But you're going to watch. Now I'm like, wait, have we watched this one yet? No. You're watching Finding Nemo. Really? Yes. (laughs) Did you know that I didn't like this movie as a kid? Oh, I'm sorry. I loved it as an adult, though. Yeah. So you're watching Finding Nemo. Okay. Now, do I get a choice? Yes. Okay. 2008. Okay. Or 1988. 2008. So what didn't I get? You did not get Die Hard. Oh, that's good. I don't like that movie. But. He, right. He's a good dad. The whole thing is a good dad. Um, what do I get instead? So, from 2008. Yes. I double-checked this date. Okay. Uh, you get Liam Neeson in Taken. It's not from 2009. You got the wrong year. No, it's set on. 2008. So you're watching Taken. Oh, that's funny, which is what I was going to give you. Yeah. This is one of the first weeks that we almost picked the same movie. Yeah. Because, yeah, the first second that I was like, good dads. And you were like, I got it. And I was like, I'm normally like a little concerned that we're going (laughs) to pick the same movie. (laughs) Right. But I was like, I think that we might vote, which is so weird. Right. Of all movies. Right. That we both might pick Taken. That is funny. Yeah. So, yeah, you were watching Taken. Yeah, and maybe it is 2008, but I was looking at little print on Amazon Prime, and I probably, you know, eights and nines look the same when you're yes, old. so you're watching Taken. That's funny, and you're watching Finding Nemo. Wait, they're the same movie. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we call it Finding Taken. Taken Nemo. Oh, Taking Nemo. <laughs> Taken Nemo. Good. All right. All right, well, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.